All right, everybody, welcome back to Rent Free with Mackenzie Davis. Today I have a special guest on. His name is Nick Camo. He's from Caliber Home Loans. We're going to be doing an episode centered on loans, loan types, and all of that good stuff. So I'm going to turn it over to him to introduce himself a little bit more, and then we'll go ahead and get started. Hey, everyone, I'm Nick Camo. I'm, as Mackenzie said, I'm with Caliber Home Loans. Just a little bit about me. I'm from Montgomery County, Maryland, only specifically grew up only born and raised uh just a little bit of background about me getting into the business uh, i've come from a family who's been in the mortgage business and real estate business my dad's been in the mortgage business from loan origination to uh, secondary market so he's been doing that for about 30 years uh, he's the one who kind of got me into business two years ago when covid hit rates were low he knows a lot of people they were calling him and they said you know any young kid young adults want to be loan officers or learn to be a loan officer and me and a few friends jumped in and it just ended up being the perfect fit. Uh, areas I'm licensed in, I'm Maryland, DC, Virginia, Delaware, looking to expand into North Carolina, Georgia, and Pennsylvania, as those are some states where I have connections where I can get business in. And then uh, just right now, just being young and in the business, just I work with a lot of first-time home buyers, but I guess I could say that's one of the things I specialize in, but really I can work with any kind of client I just enjoy helping buyers get into a home. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. And then as far as Caliber goes, I know they're kind of, a, or you guys are kind of a bigger company. So while you're licensed in those areas, you guys do service like the whole country, correct? The whole country. So if you knew someone that had a loan and they wanted to move to California, the good thing about that, or even Florida even, we have loan officers in my office that are licensed in Florida. We can call someone else or message them throughout our whole uh, business and then they'll take care of you Okay. throughout everything. Awesome, yeah, that's yeah. great. So yeah, I mean, the reason like I wanted to have you on today was for a few different things, um, mostly because a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are trying to get into real estate, trying to become realtors, or trying to get into the loan business. Um, and then of course I do have people that listen because they're trying to buy. And so I always like to ask you know, a few questions just about communicating in the business like throughout realtors and loan officers and I wanted to know what you thought um, or why you think it's important that realtors also know this side of the business because from my experience like getting into this business I didn't necessarily recognize how much I would need to know about loans and I think that in my experience it's helped me so much because I'm able to you know communicate better but um, do you think that like it's important or why do you think it's important? Well, I mean, I definitely think it's important for realtors to know somewhat, somewhat about loans because sometimes, as you know, buyers are coming to you first or sometimes it's the loan officer first. But I mean, overall, I just think for a realtor, like for the realtor's job is to help them get in the home, help them get a ratified contract, help a person sell a home. The loan officer's job is when the realtor is supposed to trust the loan officer pass the clown on them, the loan officer should be the one informing the buyer and whoever's getting the loan that what they need to know about the loan, what they can qualify for. Like sometimes buyers are like, oh, we need to go conventional to get this home. But then if they don't talk to a loan officer first and they're like, oh, we'll be fine, you, they might not qualify for a conventional loan. Yeah. So one thing also that I always like think buyers should loan that we buyers should know that we can get into later, but everyone's entitled to a free credit report a year. You can get it on any website, but like credit report, getting a credit report is always important. And when you're looking to buy a house, knowing your credit score is also very important, so. Yeah, no, for sure. 
And I should say this as well because I, while it's like important to know all the loans, like, and as a realtor, you never want to be that like entitled realtor that like knows everything because that right. is the loan officer's job. So if you're getting into this business, you know, make sure you know what you're doing, but don't also take someone else's job because that yeah. could result badly for your clients down the line as well. So right. just make sure you know you're finding that like happy medium. Um, yeah. So that's awesome. Have you ever had any like? situations where like realtors didn't know what they were doing and it resulted negatively for your clients or is that just something that's never happened i mean i don't want to throw anyone under the bus but i mean there's never been a situation where a realtor doesn't know what they're doing on their part but there's a situation there's sometimes situations where they're like they're only getting this if it's conventional and sometimes it's had to be like you can write them conventional but at some point we're going to need to switch them to fha and but like everyone messes up at a time in the, during a process but the most important thing is communication i say yeah you just gotta communicate like giving good news and bad news like at the end of the day they don't, don't care like everyone's gonna be glad that you're being transparent with them like they're gonna get frustrated maybe at that point mm -hmm. but if you're being transparent that's all really that matters yeah no and that's something i value a lot too um and i think it's like for most people in this business like just communication is key and i think like that's something that everybody should have good skills in before trying to become this business because you're always on the phone you're always talking to clients other people like you just need to make sure that you're able to respond quickly and like be on top of those things but other than that i feel like those were like mainly my questions like realtor centered just about working together in the loan business um, right. But I wanted to dive more into the actual types of loans and what programs there are. Um, so maybe if we could start just by going through the most basic loan types and, you know, as much information as you want to give about, you know, like how to qualify credit scores, maybe um, interest rates yeah. at this time and things like that. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. I mean... Right now, the market's crazy, as you know, and it's, it's a seller's market right now, and inventory's low, and interest rates have gone up almost a percent and a half since January. It's just been crazy. Yeah. But um, when wanting to qualify for a loan, I mean, as a lot of people know, like, if you're our age, you can ask our parents right now at 5%, if the rate's at 5%, that's a low rate. Mm -hmm. Like, they were getting houses when it was 10%. But um, going into like different loan programs and everything like the first thing you want to do is you'll either talk to a loan officer you'll talk to a realtor they'll refer you to one another and you want to get pre-qualified and the first thing a loan officer is going to tell you is when getting pre-qualified is we got to take a full loan application and we need to know your credit yeah. and pretty much you can say oh i just saw my score on credit karma i can tell you credit karma means absolutely nothing do yeah. not use credit karma there's equifax transunion and we take those we take those scores and we use the middle score and um if you want to have over 720 i'd say is like a general base score but i mean conventional loan we'll dive right into loan programs conventional loan is probably like the most easily able to qualify for if you have good credit good income assets but um minimum down payment for first-time home buyers would be three percent but if buying a primary is five percent second home you have to put minimum 10 percent down and investment you got to put 20 percent down but the, the conventional program is a program that sells straight to freddie freddie mac and uh, fannie mae which are the agencies that buy the loans and it's the easier it's like calm down guidelines wise since COVID has been slowly drifting away but um because during COVID it was hard to qualify for those loans mm -hmm. but i mean those are like 
those are like not the better rates, but mortgage insurance wise, they're a little bit lenient. And then also down payment wise, they can help out as you can go as low as 3% first time home buyer. Awesome. And minimum, minimum score to qualify for that is 680. And then if you want to get into like the government loans, there's FHA, which is the Federal Housing Administration, which is a government loan. You got to put down minimum 3.5%, but you can obviously put down more than that. But the only problem is with FHA is mortgage insurance is on that for the, for the rest of the loan. So you can't ever get rid of that like conventional. When, when you put 20% down, there's no mortgage insurance or when your house appraises for the 80% LTV, it can... um come off the loan you can just call your mortgage company and they take it off the loan but uh fha it stays on for the loan but the good thing about fha is it's something i recommend for low credit score people or below 680 who aren't qualifying for a conventional loan because we can do a caliber as low as 580 as a credit score and um the interest rate honestly is better fha than conventional because it's a government insured loan so the government skip giving you a better interest rate. Just the only thing is the mortgage insurance is going to be more and it's going to be on there for the life of the loan until you refinance. But um, FHA always a good program, good for first time home buyers, especially who can't, who don't have their credit straight yet. Because being a first time home buyer, that might not be your first home. Mm -hmm. You might be living there for five years and keeping it or selling it. But um, definitely a good loan. And then we got VA, which is exclusive to veterans only, um, 0% down as low as 0% down, especially for a first time veteran. And you could be exempt from a funding fee, which like adds to the loan because depending on um, your disability. So it's a, it's a good loan. It has lower interest rates, similar to FHA, just exclusive to veterans only and it's 0% down. Now, another loan that's 0% down is the USDA, which is only in certain areas. You can go to the USDA website and look up an address and it'll show you if it's eligible or if it's uneligible. You can do 0% down, but again, like FHA, VA and USDA have mortgage insurance on for the life of those loans. Awesome, yeah. Yeah, but um, also just another, there's another program that is out there that's gonna probably start making a comeback, which is an ARM, Adjustable Rate Mortgages. And that is pretty much also a lower interest rate and mortgage insurance is typically a little bit higher, but sim- but it's a conventional, technically a conventional type of loan. Okay. So um, it sells to Freddie and Fannie, but the thing with ARMS is that it's fixed. Like typical ARMS are 5-1 or 10-1, so it'll be fixed for five years or it'll be fixed for 10 years. And then after, the, after that, every year, it will the rate will change. Okay. So typically people go 5-1 ARM and they'll take that rate for five years and then they'll call and they'll be like, all right, we want to refinance to another ARM or we want to refinance to a conventional. We have the equity in the property to be able to not have mortgage insurance. And so that's that's an option that people do. Okay. And I truly believe with rates going up and uh, I've been hearing from a lot of people in the business that ARMS are probably going to start making a comeback pretty soon. Okay, yeah. I've never heard of that, so that's cool. Good yeah. to know. Um, yeah, and, and you kind of like said this a little bit with like rates going up and everything, but like, what do you feel like in, from your perspective in the loan business, like people are always on my TikTok, like talking about how they don't want to buy right now and they, this and that because of the market and it's going to crash and all these things. Like, what's your opinion on that? I mean, my opinion on it is I, I get like people are scared to buy because rates are going up and, but like, honestly, like the past two years, COVID people were pretty spoiled with rates being in the threes and low twos. So if you were making a move on that, 
and you were waiting because you thought it was going to go back down to the twos. I mean, I don't see that happening for a little while. So if you want to buy, I mean, I think rates are going to fluctuate between five and, and four, maybe even get up to six. But I don't see it like going crazy. I think it's going to start steadying off towards the summer. Yeah. And then once once that happens, I mean, if you look at it anywhere, pretty much, you can say, oh, I'd rather rent right now than buy. I mean, if you're living at home, then maybe you want to still do that and save money. But um, rent's going to go up. Yeah. If people are getting higher interest rates, I can promise you rent's going to go up because they're not just going to be losing money on their mortgage. Right, right. Yeah, I actually just made a video about this today because people are so confused about like back in 2008 when everything happened and they don't understand how that's not even possible to happen at, like these days because of the restrictions and the laws that were made um, for loans. And so I try to explain that the best that I can, but it's hard, I think, for people to understand like when they're not in this business directly because they just don't see it every day like we do. Right. Um, something else like that I was talking about the other day is how you know rates might be getting a little bit higher and like the lower that they are the better regardless if like it's a seller's market and the prices are a little bit high you know you're still building equity in the home that you're buying and the rate is what really matters because that's going to last a lot longer um and you can still have the equity in the property you know long term so that's definitely something i urge people to consider if they're waiting it out or whatever the case may be but yeah I mean, that's always the case if you're deciding between renting and buying it's like okay do you want to pay someone else's mortgage off or do you want to get have your own mortgage and gain equity in the house because there's always going to be a point in time where you you could be able to use that equity and depending on the area like it can shoot up fast yeah like it can shoot up fast mm-hmm, for sure yeah and and also you know you said you work with a lot of first-time home buyers and so do i and i think that um it's a scary thing like for sure i mean it scares me and i'm a realtor so I completely understand when it scares people that have never bought before. Um, what are some things like that you, you know, suggest to those people? I have a specific story about this, which I can say in a second. Um, just talking about things not to do when you're getting a loan. Um, I feel like not enough people talk about that and it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> so oh, what kind of things like would you, you know, tell people don't do this or specifically do this if you are getting a loan or even if you're under contract or whatever the case is? So like definitely if you're like looking to get a loan or if you're under contract specifically like and your credit's good but like it's tight and you have like credit cards, a car payment or maybe no car payment. One, do not buy a car. Do not open any new lines of credit because that changes everything and then it can change your DTI and then you, you can end up not qualifying. Right. So all like keeping your credit in check is really important. And then also just like make sure like learn as much as you can. Like, I mean, obviously you can always reach out to any realtor or loan officer. They'll openly tell you like what you need and be glad to help. Like for me, like even if you're not even ready to buy, I'm always glad to help reach out, give any advice. Yeah. But I mean, definitely like when you're looking to buy, start getting some things in check, like get your documents together, like some documents that, I mean, a loan officer would love if you came to them and had these documents ready. Like I want to get pre-qualified, like last two years, W-2s, last 30 days, pay stubs, two months, fake statements, and then copy of your license. Like that's what we need at Caliber. Like, and then if you're self-employed, it's tax returns, last two years, ID, bank statements last 30 days pay stubs mm-hmm. so not really that bad i mean i know some companies would require the w-2s and tax returns but i mean if you have those documents ready 
you're ready to go and can get pre-qualified faster than not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and also, like, I think that there's a lot of apprehension coming into this process where people don't necessarily trust realtors or trust loan officers right off the bat because right. they don't know, like, we're all on a team, we're all trying to help these people, and there's never any time, like, I would do anything to benefit myself or really any way that I could and same right. with with you so if you have questions or you know back to the what not to do if you're not sure um, that's something you can always ask the people that you know do this for a living because they will be more than happy to help you especially if it's gonna cost you you know your house or the deal that you're um, under contract on and so right. I think that's super important yeah no definitely want to be informed and just Trust your realtor, trust your loan officer. They're not going to steer you in a bad direction. Yeah. A hundred percent of the time. Like it should not never steer you in a bad direction. Like they want to help you get into a home. Exactly. Like that's the rewarding part of the job. Exactly. Yeah. No, I yeah. couldn't agree more. And um, the story that I was referencing, I had a first time home buyer that, you know, didn't really know what was going on. And I definitely had this conversation with them, but it was like a week before closing and it was brother and sister and the sister quit her job. And uh-huh. we were just like, okay, well, why would you do that? Um, but more just, you know, I felt like, okay, now I need to understand it's more my responsibility to like make sure people really, really do understand because they lost, you know, the loan. They couldn't get a loan because she was half of the qualifying um, income. We had to wait until she got her new job and her new like salary description, everything like that before we could even do anything again. And so I feel like people like, I don't know if they don't take it seriously enough or they just don't know enough. And um, so I'm always trying to like put that out there that that's super important, but yeah. No, yeah, that is really important. I mean, yeah. and definitely let people know right away when you get, when you quit your job. I mean, that's number one, do not quit your job before closing of a loan, especially a week before because yeah. we're using that income. Like you can quit the day after it closes. It doesn't matter. Just wait till you close the loan yeah that's what i'm always like it's just like 30 days like just don't do anything these 30 days um but you know i get sometimes things have to happen but i don't know if that had to or not whatever (laughs) the case was but um definitely a learning lesson so yeah um yeah well so on that same kind of page i think you kind of touched on this a little bit but like when you sit down with a buyer and they come in to qualify for a loan like what do you hope that they're going to come and bring to the table um, so that you can, you know, offer, like, your best service to them? Like, you mean, like, sitting down and ask what they – like, I just want, like, to be transparent. So, like, I'll sit down and, like, sometimes it's over the phone. But, I mean, if someone wanted to come in the office, like, I love that. I love seeing people. I love meeting them in person. Mm-hmm. It's always nice to feel each other out and just, like, know who you're working with, really. But I mean, I'll just take the loan application. Like I prefer to take it over the phone or in person, but sometimes people don't always have time to take it online, but I definitely like to schedule a call. Yeah. But I mean, just be transparent. Like we have these systems in place where we can get a digital VOE. So like if they tell me they're making something and I can pull their VOE and see that they're clearly making less, mm-hmm. unless they have a pay stub, I can't really believe them. But um, yeah. really honestly, just being able to take the whole loan application transparency, seeing how much money they have in the bank, like definitely don't lie about the money in the bank. Like if they don't bring their yeah. documents, I'm going off what they what they tell me. And then I'm obviously gonna look at their documents before I give them official pre-qualification. Right. But I mean, I wanna make sure that they have the money to close. If they're getting any gifts, definitely should mention if you're getting gifts mm-hmm. because it could, gifts can help you. Like if you're getting gifts, like that's great. 
just yeah. another thing about conventional loans. You can you come to the table with everything can be a gift conventional wise. Right, right. So yeah. and I like I like what you said about transparency too, because I mean, like I keep saying, it's about, you know, that trust and like if you can give your loan officer um everything, like every document and every little you know it's only going to help you like if you have yeah. these stocks and you have this and that but you're not telling the loan officer it's only going to hurt you you know you're not going to qualify right. for as much or you're not going to be able to do as much um and so it is important to be transparent and i like that just get into detail like i'm gonna ask you like oh like is there any large deposits like make sure like there's no suspicious activity going on in your bank account just all of that yeah and yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely um, and then along with that too, like, I know you guys have some really great programs. So right. do you want to tell us like what kinds of programs people might not know about? I know, for example, like the MMP3, like where you can, you know, pay back your college loans and, and things like that. Um, I don't know that that many people are like aware. So tell us right. about what you guys well, have. MMP, there is MMP program, but there's been some programs that are on their website that have been taken down because like those were like COVID programs. Okay. But um, caliber wise, we do actually have a couple in-house programs that is called Smart Series. Okay. So one is like a smart self or like a self-employed borrower or any really borrower that doesn't really want to use their income. Like if they're like, maybe like they're in real estate or maybe they're like want to use like their bank statements. So like if you have a lot of banks, if you, we can do a bank statement loan where it's like, if you have a lot of money in the bank, we just need like normally a year of bank statements. Mm -hmm. Like just show you have that money and show that generation and we can really do a bank statement loan and it can close fast. And there's like a smart vest, which is for like investment properties, like a co-op. So if you wanted to buy a co-op, it's like an investment property loan, but like those loans do require a, bit, a little bit more down, like 25% down. And I mean, but like a good thing about caliber also with jumbo loans we have a program like a smart series jumbo program that comes out with a 3.5 percent down at a maximum of about two million so oh, you can wow. get a two million dollar house and put 3.5 percent down which is a steal yeah that's amazing that's yeah. really awesome um but i mean there's tons of down payment assistant programs and mmp programs but typically those programs are going to take around 45 days to close because you got to go through underwriting with us then you got to go through underwriting with them i mean i always recommend to get a gift unless they can't and then we go through mmp and then it's really just you got to take a class and it's just like us three communicating like a constant communication with that mm -hmm. and it really just depends on how fast the buyer wants to work compared to how how fast uh you want to work right right yeah and i yeah. think i think like something to take away from that too is like there's always programs and always you know, grants and assistance and things that you can apply for and do um, as a home buyer. And I know that I don't know why I just feel like people don't know all that much about those programs. So if you know, you're going into buying a house and you don't necessarily know if you can because of X, Y, and Z, or you're curious where you can get help, there's so many good programs um, out there and loan officers will be able to, you know, guide you yeah. there and help you find the best fitting program for you. I yeah. will say one more thing about the MMP programs, the Maryland Mortgage Programs. Uh -huh. um, they do come up with a bit of a higher interest rate, normally about three quarters to a percent higher than the current interest rate. So that's why sometimes I'm like, I mean, we can also just give you a higher rate and a credit depending on how much you need rather than getting that yeah because we can always we can always give the higher rate and then give us lender credit and have the loan close faster because typically like 
at Caliber, we can we can get it done pretty fast. I've had multiple closings in under three weeks. I mean, that's awesome. Conventional wise, definitely can get it done real okay. good. good anything to, to help the buyer get, as you know, it's a seller's market, so anything to really help the buyer get the deal. Yeah, definitely. That's super helpful. Um, okay, well, cool. I mean, I don't have any other like direct questions for you, but I'm curious if you have like any lingering thoughts you want to add or just um, any advice for people that are trying to buy right now? I mean, just definitely like just get in your head, like start thinking of if you're like looking to buy like this summer as everyone likes to look in the summer, it's nice out, homes are going up for sale, sun's out, but um, start saving up and like don't spend money, don't buy a car and be like, and then that's a money and that's a credit transaction and then it adds to your debt to income like if you want to if you're looking to buy a house this summer like get your money in, in order start saving for a general down payment if you're a first-time home buyer that could be three percent so yeah three percent of a three hundred thousand dollar house is a twelve thousand dollar down payment closing costs are normally typically around three to five percent of the loan amount so that's another twelve thousand like typically just like start thinking about how much you need to save planning it out uh, look up your credit report. You can go to annualcreditreport.com and you can get a free credit report once a year. Like if you have not gotten yours, definitely get yours. Um, just get in touch with a loan officer or a realtor. Me or Mackenzie would love to help. Absolutely. And uh, then it just go from there. You go through pre-qualification, you go through processing, underwriting, all that. We'll take care of you. Best service. Yeah. Communication is the key. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for touching on all those things too. Cause I think like people get so excited about it, but there is a lot that goes into it and there's a lot yeah. of, you know, cash to close and closing costs and things that people don't necessarily recognize. So that's definitely important. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that was all the questions I had. I'm super grateful for you. I think this episode would be really great. Um, and do you want to like plug anything like your email I mean I can include this like in the description but just for anybody like listening on Spotify or like how can they reach you do you have like an Instagram or I have Instagram it's at Camo Mortgage I can send you the handle like make a little slide and everything I've LinkedIn Facebook and then obviously I prefer phone call or text or email but Nick 240-743-9785 no okay thank you so much have a good rest of your day you too. All right, Thanks bye. Again.